I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you on this Thursday. So many things happened in the National Football League. Just had some breaking news. And so it's great timing and always an absolute pleasure to talk to my friend, my buddy, the Super Bowl champion, former linebacker, NFL analyst, multilingual superstar. I wish I spoke Spanish. Brady Papinga on the program. Hello, Mr. Papinga. Hello. Good morning. How you doing, man? What's up, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for being on. A uh, little breaking news here for a guy who, with some, some Packers ties. Uh, Adam Schefter yeah. is reporting that the Jets Ooh. are hiring... Um, former, you know, not necessarily successful, that's a nice way to put it, uh, Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett. He was obviously the offensive coordinator for a time with the Packers. Do you do you know Hackett at all, Brady, or, or do you don't know him more by just association and knowing similar people? Yeah, more by association. I don't know him directly, at least to my knowledge. Uh, he and I are about the same age, so uh, when I was playing, most likely he was still, you know, doing either playing or, cutting his teeth as a coach um but uh, i don't know him directly but it's a, it's a fascinating move by the jets in the sense that uh most likely the packers if they're going to move a player by the name of aaron Rodgers, this is the year to do it because after this year let's i'll just kind of break it down for you after this year aaron has the ability to basically get himself out of the deal and the packers would get nothing for him in return so I believe the Jets are posturing to try to lure Aaron in there. They do have a first-round pick. I think it's 13th overall this year. They, you know, assuming they follow that same Russell Wilson uh, kind of trade package that the the Seahawks got in exchange to send him off to the Broncos. Uh, so, and I, I doubt it's going to be exactly the same because Aaron's probably more like a year-to-year kind of quarterback situation. But if you're the Jets, man, your defense is really good. You got some nice young, you know, receiving core kind of talents. Like if you see out of Wilson, you're a quarterback away, at least they think. Uh, and probably would be the guy. Uh, Brady Bipinga, you not only did you play with Aaron Rodgers, you, you are friends with Aaron Rodgers. And without asking you to speculate on how close he is or isn't with, with Nathaniel Hackett, to what degree do you think a coordinator that, if he likes the guy that he's familiar with, would or wouldn't matter in his decision-making if he's going to move on? Oh, it's going to be huge. The coordinator is the most important piece of any quarterback success as a player. And it's not necessarily the, the even the title of offensive coordinator. It's just whoever oversees the offense. You know, when I was with the Packers, we had between quotation offensive coordinators, but Mike McCarthy is really the one that ran the offense. He, as you saw with their interaction last year, McCarthy – Rodgers were the ones that developed that rapport, that relationship. Um, Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron have that relationship 
And so absolutely, you know, Van's looking for another place to go. He's going to want to go work with somebody he has a experience with and he absolutely enjoyed working with, which Aaron has been more than open about that publicly. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a smart move for two fronts. Nathaniel Hackett's got a nice offensive mind. I don't know if you can fully judge him based off his year in, in Denver. Uh, and also he does have a nice connection with his players. All of his players that I've talked to or heard of love playing for him. So the Jets need that, regardless if they're able to get Aaron Rodgers or not. And so the second layer would be that of, man, it makes it a little bit more attractive if all of a sudden the Packers and the Jets get into conversations here for Aaron to to to, to make that move. Because Aaron's going to have a say in this, just so everybody knows. It's not like the Packers are going to send him off somewhere and he's going to begrudgingly have to accept that. He's, he's going to have a final say because he can always retire and he's got a lot of leverage based off of uh, where he currently sits in his contract status with the Packers. And Brady Papinga, to that point, perfect transition to, to my last question here on Aaron Rodgers. And again, you, you know him, you like him, you, you guys are friends. The only time I ever interviewed Aaron Rodgers, I think, was when um, you interviewed him on, on a radio show that we did. And I was just some random guy. Hey, Aaron, nice to talk to you. Um, but you have some insight. So, so you know, based on just your time knowing the guy, to what degree do you think he would, uh, he would, he would value going somewhere else to win over or versus finishing out his career as a Packer? Well, here's the thing. Aaron is at the point of his career where he's not in the mood, or I, do, I don't believe he wants to deal with getting benched for Jordan Love. I don't think that's the case. I mean, he's a great guy. Maybe he would. Who knows? But I don't, I don't see that being part of his makeup. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, this next year it's inevitable Jordan Love's going to – if Aaron decided to stay with the Packers – that Jordan Love is just going to replace him. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is is that for surely, if I were the Packers, I would sit down with Aaron and run that by him, saying, hey, if we get in a situation like this last year where we're kind of sputtering, uh, we are going to go with Jordan. Are you okay with that? You know, Because we are going to start to prepare for the future. Aaron's already clearly communicated publicly that he's not in it for a rebuild, question mark. That classifies all of a sudden as a rebuild. Another classification of a rebuild is Aaron listed off a bunch of players that he's hoping the Packers resign or they retain, you know, like Cobb and, um, you know, a bunch of guys, uh, Mercedes Lewis and those guys that he wants to keep with the Packers. They're vet guys, they're older guys, they're expensive. And in his mind, if they're not resigned, again, the Packers are in that, what he calls that rebuilding mode. So, I would say that the, the Packers are going to have to have that conversation and get his reaction, which, like I could say, my prediction would be he's going to say, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that, which then opens the door for the, the trade to take place. And like I said, the timing is the best this year for it to take place over the next year. So I think it's pretty highly likely that something's going to happen. Brady Papinga, turning our attention to the AFC and NFC championship games, you played linebacker. Your job was often, I mean, your job was as part of a team to stop quarterbacks and offenses from scoring against you and your teams, the Packers included. So, you you know, even if you're guessing, your guesswork's going to be much more informed than, than most of ours. Having seen what you've seen over the years, knowing what we know about Patrick Mahomes' ankle, haven't heard him come out yesterday and say, hey, I'm ready to go and hopefully I can get some, some push off of it. What do you think the the odds are that Patrick Mahomes can be fifty or sixty or eighty or ninety percent for for that game against the Bengals? Well, he's gonna be, he's gonna do good. He showed that this last week where he was still functional 
against the Jaguars, and he had some phenomenal plays, even moving, by the way, with his ankle kind of just dangling there, which that's the sensation that you have when you, you really severely injure your ankle in that way, like you sprain it like that. And by the way, I've torn my UCL twice, by far, and a bunch of other injuries, by far the most painful injury is having that high ankle sprain. When you stretch that tendon, oh, my gosh, you want to throw up. It is like a knot in your gut. And so I, I, I am extremely impressed with what Patrick Mahomes showed in just terms of mental and physical toughness, uh, just grinding that out. And then he has the arm talent to where he, he doesn't have to be this, you know, ultimate, like, scrambler like we see him be sometimes to still be really dangerous. Now, having said that, uh, you're going to see a lot of middle blitzes, a lot of middle pressure from the Bengals, which is going to force him to have to move by time or just get the ball out. And I just don't see, you know, when you're facing that kind of situation with the Cincinnati Bengals, which right now they look kind of unstoppable. Like when you have the power running game with Mixon, then you can throw it around with Joe Burrow. Ooh, gosh, they they look like the team that's going to win it all. I'm just telling you right now. Unless something crazy happens, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Bengals win their first NFL championship or Super Bowl championship. So uh, having said that, if there was a healthy Patrick Mahomes, maybe I would think differently and be like, ooh, this is a tough one. But, man, with his, with his limitations and with the pressure the, the Bengals' offense and defense, both are going to put on him to have to be explosive and make plays in the passing game that are vertical. Uh, wow, that's that's – It'd be the most amazing performance, by the way. Probably one of the greatest quarterback performances in the history of the NFL if Patrick Mahomes can still go out and compete at that level, meaning he's got to you know, basically throw up for probably 350, 400 yards, three, four touchdowns, and not turn it over with that ankle. That It would go down in the history books as one of the greatest performances ever. Brady Mapinga with a, a hell of an answer and, and adds his name to the list of very smart knowledgeable people on the show who, who like the Bengals in this game this, this weekend for all the reasons Brady is telling us. Brady, we, we can be, I can be, human beings can be captives of the moment. It, it happens, the new shiny thing, recency bias, whatever is right in front of us. Are we overreacting, those of us that are saying and thinking that, that Joe Burrow is the second or third or whatever you want to put him, quarterback in the NFL? Is the guy this good or is he just having a nice run of a couple years? <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to go with what you said. You have to be in the moment to to say that. And right now, the way he's playing is a top two. Top, he's elite. You know, elite to me is the 90th sure. percentile of NFL quarterback. So that's top three. You know, 32 teams, who are the three best guys. He's in there for sure. I mean, his offensive line is not one of these dominating offensive line. Like, I'd say the Cowboys have a superior offensive line, the, the 49ers, the, the Eagles, I think, have the best offensive line in all the NFL. And I would say the Bengals are way down there, but yet you have a quarterback who, at least in the first part of the season, even spilling into the, the, the latter part of last season, was getting sacked and hit more than anybody, but yet he was still one of the most proficient out of pocket. That's pretty crazy if you think of that because it shows how tough he is. People don't, and that's one thing people don't realize, how tough you have to be as a quarterback. Because at least at every other position, for the most part, if you're ready to engage with somebody physically, meaning hit them, you can brace yourself and kind of get yourself ready, get some tension to, to take on that, that blow or to deliver it. 
a quarterback doesn't have that luxury because they're focused. If they're playing the position right, they're focused downfield. They're trying to find open receivers. So when you're getting hit as much as Joe Burrow is and you're not able to flinch and you're just getting hit from all angles, it's so easy. You see a lot of young quarterbacks do this to where their focus goes from looking downfield at open receivers or at least trying to find them to all of a sudden they're looking at the rushers hoping not to get hit hard enough to where they're hurt. Now, I know that the conditions have changed a little considering that the quarterbacks are far more protected now than before, but that doesn't take away from the fact that guys can still go drive their shoulder into your midsection and almost split you in half as you're throwing the ball. And, again, you're not bracing for that impact because you're focused elsewhere. So having said all that, yeah, I mean, to me, that, that's why I look, look at the Bengals as they're, they're the favorite to win this whole thing, and it's mostly because of Joe Burrow. And obviously it's helped that the Bengals, you know, uh, the general manager of the Bills mentioned this, but it's helped that they've been terrible for so many years because they've accumulated all these top picks, you know, and like Jamar Chase is a great example of that uh, to where, and, you know, Joe Burrow is another one, uh, to where they, they're loaded with talent. I mean, the Bengals have always had pretty decent talent, but this is, you know, it's because, again, they draft time, you know, in the draft. Now they got somebody that knows how to do something with it, with Zach Taylor and uh, you know and Joe Burrow, yeah, he's the he's the stir he's the drink that or the streak he's the straw that stirs the drink, you know of what the the Bengals do. I mean, this guy is special. So yeah, he's he's elite, and, and it's just toughness, mental toughness. You know, I mean, his accuracy against the Bills. I mean, he was just dime after dime after dime, looking like they're playing in a dome, let alone under these falling rain slash no conditions. I mean, I, I was thinking, man, I don't know how we're going to pass the ball. And Joe Burrow went out there and made it look like I said, like I said, it was just another day in the spring or in a covered facility. I mean, it it was it was crazy, crazy good quarterback play from him. Brady Papega here on the show. So Brady, we've got a you know a two year sample size for Burrow that that looks like it could be two years and two Super Bowl appearances, and certainly, obviously, a Super Bowl appearance at least, and and another AFC Championship appearance at least. I have a similar question on, on Brock Purdy, but it's a much, 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 much smaller sample size. From what you've seen, what, what kind of evaluation do you feel like you can, you can make that tells you who he actually can be, will be in the NFL beyond this season? Well, I, I, I also have been impressed with Purdy. His poise has been extremely impressive. It's beyond his years. As a as a player, as a person, I mean, you look at Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins still lacks that poise, hence the reasons why in these big games he kind of goes crazy mentally and doesn't perform the best. Brock Purdy, man, from the first snap he took when he took over for Garoppolo till what we've seen today, I haven't seen him rattled. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Uh, but there, you know, Burrow and Purdy are two different quarterbacking situations. You know, Burrow yes, they is, are. Hey, right. we're gonna. You know, you're the son that we're rotating around. Whereas Burrow's like, okay, you're just a compliment to what, all these other things you have. And, and he and they and Burrow is executing it to perfection because he knows he knows. Hey, as long as I am smart with the ball, I'm not turning it over. I'm not putting our defense in bad positions. I'm not putting us in positions where we are pigeonholed and having to run the ball. I'm or excuse me, having to pass the ball and abandon the run, meaning long down and distant situations. We're going to be fine. And I think that gives him a little security blanket, as a matter of fact, knowing that, like, he just has to go out and manage things accordingly. And he's doing it perfectly. So, I mean, he's – can he be a Joe Burrow? I don't know. I mean, he, he for surely shows that 
You know, he, he's got this moxie and this playmaking ability, but more importantly, the poise. But uh, he is for surely executing to a T that role of a quarterback that you just need to go out there and keep things organized. And and, and Purdy's doing that phenomenally. Like it's like I said, it's he's making it look so easy. It's almost like you can throw any quarterback in there, and, and that's how they would play. But we've seen Shanahan have a bunch of different quarterbacks throughout his career as an offensive coordinator. Uh, who he's done well with, you know, granted the, the limitations, but they haven't performed like, like Purdy is. I mean, you know, you can go all the way back to when I faced uh, Kyle Shanahan ran offense when uh, when he was coaching the Washington, at that time the Redskins, now the Commanders, when RG3 was their quarterback. I mean, even Purdy's more advanced than RG3 is by leaps and bounds. And RG3 ended up winning the offensive rookie of the year that year and was supposedly the next coming of one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL just to put that in perspective. But uh, but I, I like Purdy, but I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, this guy's an elite quarterback, because I would say in any other circumstance, he probably is a struggling rookie. He's really helped out quite a bit by the offensive scheme, the playmakers that they have around him, the defense, uh, and the elements that make up that, that very complete 49er team. I had lunch with one of the big bosses at radio the other day, and he said randomly as we walked through the streets of New York, uh, Brady Papinka, caught me by surprise. Who's your best NFL guest? And I said, hmm, Brady Papinga. That guy's amazing. And we just heard why. My friend, that was awesome, dude. Thank you for um, thank you for making time. Always a pleasure, Billy. You have yourself a great <laughs> NFC and AFC Championship weekend. It's going to be exciting, man. Some great games in store for us. I can't wait, dude. Yeah, good, uh, good talking to you, pal. I'll tell. Well, maybe we'll, maybe we can get you to, to jump back on in the next few weeks when when these games get decided. Absolutely, be my pleasure, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Brady Papinga on the show. Seriously, one of the one of the big bosses kind of caught me by surprise. Who's your best NFL guest? That's a. I was like, oh, you know, I really like this guy. This guy. I mean, I'm like, you know, you know who's great, Brady Papinga. That was a great you, interview. He put you on the spot there. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. But then he bought me a wonderful chicken parm, and everything was worth was was worth. And he's a good guy. All right. I'm sorry. He's one of my bosses. He's the best guy. Uh, let's do. How's buy or sell today, Tommy? What are we looking at? A loaded buy or sell. What's the most interesting topic in buy or sell today? Uh, sports. Sports. That's a tease. <laughs> hey, if you stick around, we'll give you sports next year on CBS Sports Radio. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets. Instantly download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code, it's your favorite last name, Ryder, R-E-I-T-E-R. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Rider must be present in state where lawful to wait twenty one plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem, call one eight hundred gambler in New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY, that's four six seven three six nine void in Ohio and Ontario. Bonus issue is three bets, one boost per eligible game, deposit parlay and wage and restrictions apply eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. It's a very uh, funny opportune timing for that particular uh, rejoin because I used that expression incorrectly the other day in New York City. And I judged myself. I knew Andrew was disappointing me somewhere without even knowing why. Hello, Andrew. So that's what it was. Yeah. Sorry. It was, was it Sorry. like late Monday afternoon? Yes. Yeah, yeah actually, I, I just pop- all of a sudden that's freaky. felt this weird melancholy. Yeah. Yeah, I screwed it up. Here's some good news. Andy Roddick has responded to the text message. You did it. We Congratulations. Did it. Did it. He got the city where I saw his photo hanging in a place of honor at a restaurant I went to last night, a fancy smancy place. Didn't get the restaurant, okay. But he got the city. It's impressive. It's good enough to, for me. Yeah. I want my photo to hang. Garozo's is a restaurant in Kansas City that would hang stuff up. And I once went to have dinner there with Frank Martin... Brad Underwood and some other guy, and I'm buddies with Frank and Brad, and they offered, I was a, what did I do for a living then? I can't remember. Can't say star, foxsports.com. And I and they took a photo of these guys, and they were like, do you want to be in the photo? But they didn't know who I was. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. What a mistake. I could have hung in that, I could have hung in Carrozzo's forever. <laughs> or they would have what like an idiot. bent the picture so you weren't in it and just put two head coaches in a frame. I mean, looking at some of the the fancy schmancy the photos in the fancy schmancy place last night, there's a famous people and there's a bunch of randos with them. Okay, many of them are blonde women who are 24, 25, but uh, but there are some randos like me. You're also hot. Thank you. Yeah. So we're lying today. Yep. And speaking of Frank <laughs> Martin, I keep forgetting to mention this. You got to come back to New York. He's bringing his UMass club to Fordham in a couple of weeks. You should come down. I'll get you tickets. I would, I would absolutely, I would 100% go to that if I were there. What is the, no, T-Cell, don't put your hand, you're not invited. I mean, first of all, you wouldn't come. Second of all, you don't know Frank Martin, T-Cell. Frank's my guy, man. When, um, what's the I, date? I should have, I should have planned this better. I have texted with Frank Martin. I have spoken to Frank Martin on the phone. Oh, your best friends. I mean, yeah, he's one of my closer friends. He didn't hang up on me when I called. There you go. Where, where's Fordham's Arena's in the Bronx? Is that yeah. where I'd be going? Yeah. I'm so in if I had just planned it better. I think it's February 8th. Is that Super Bowl week? Yes, it is. You will be a long uh, ways away yeah. from the Bronx. Yeah, mm. it's before it's before Super Bowl, not after Super Bowl. Never Do mind. Do me a favor. 
but go up to Frank and please tell him I say hi and that I send my my wonderful well wishes. Frank's one of my favorite people. You too, D-Cell? Same message? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. Absolutely. Noted. Actually, tell him I say hi, and then he'll like, he'll. I mean, that should be nice to you anyway. He's a nice guy, but then he'll be, you know, conversational. And then say, who's Tom DeCelestino? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and see what. Bill has a, qu- a quiz question for you. <laughs> How's he doing? How's Frank's program doing? Uh, they're doing well. I don't think people want to deep dive in A-10 basketball. They've got some injury issues that are hampering them right now, but he's up the ante recruit-wise in UMass. He's doing a good job. Based on D-Cell's face, he certainly didn't want to deep dive. I liked it. Let's, um, all right, judgy pants, let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. How are we running this late? Was that just a lot of Papinga? Uh, a lot of Papinga, some A-10 basketball mixed in, which mm-hmm. I didn't judge anybody no, for. do not point that finger at me. What did I do? Judgy pants. It was Papinga. Come on now. Potato, potato. Billy! <laughs> if he ever heard you do that. Oh, when I worked, when I did radio in L.A., I used to do it a lot. And so I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring you in. I'm going to interview you as you. And he's like, okay, sounds good. He did not like it. The whole interview, I'm like, so pretty. Tell me about uh, the pecker. I can't do it anymore, obviously, clearly. All right, let's move on. Sorry. I'm not surprised he didn't like it. Bill, yesterday we discussed how Bill's GM, Brandon Bean, sounded like a sore loser when he pointed out that the Bengals are benefiting from Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase still being on their rookie contracts. Well, Cowboys stud linebacker Micah Parsons quote tweeted a video of Bean yesterday and said, besides Mahomes, every team in the Final Four, their QBs on a rookie deal and surrounded by talent. Hmm, interesting take, end quote. Parsons later followed that up by saying he was not throwing shade at his quarterback, Dak Prescott. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell teams having success on rookie quarterback contracts is proof there needs to be a market correction in paying QBs. Well, I mean, I, I'm willing to buy something that that is true but will never happen. Yeah. Buy. I can't remember if we did this when you and I were working together, Tom, or if it goes back before you were producing the show. But, it's so, I mean, I, I did this for two or three days in a row once. I don't. Maybe it was years ago. You just, with few exceptions, you can't win. And people don't win. If they have a remarkably highly paid quarterback, but you also can't let those guys walk. And even even Mahomes' deal, which is he's highly, highly paid, but if you remember, he did do some team-friendly maneuverings in that deal that allowed him, allowed the Chiefs to retain some of that talent. And, and I don't want to overstate it because it's not like Tom Brady took the, the league minimum, but he also allowed some some flexibility for the Patriots during those years. Who uh, Bogus, who, like what, if, or either of you, what quarterback is at the top of the payment scale that you're most confident can be successful outside of Mahomes? That's a good I mean, question. I mean, Josh Allen you know? has an extension. I don't know if it's actually taken into effect just yet, but I'm not, I'm not giving up on Josh Allen anytime soon. I am. I'm done with him. I wrote him off. You're still you're still on the bandwagon. I mean, I'm still. I, if it's a bandwagon, sure. But I'm still, in general, supportive of him of being a good NFL quarterback. Oh, look, I think he's a great quarterback. I'm just not sure that I that I, I buy that team. All right, here we go. Ready? Stafford, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. This is salary last year. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, 
and Patrick Mahomes is all the way down at $29 million for this particular year. I mean, Josh Allen's the only other name, and I don't... I, I think their window might be closed. All right, let's go from quarterbacks to the coaching carousel, which has been slow to start. Now, after a year off from coaching, it was thought that Super Bowl winning head coach Sean Payton would be a lock to return to the sidelines next season. However, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network said yesterday that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. When this all started, the assumption was as soon as Sean Payton decides where he's going to go, then everyone else will know where they're going to go, and then the coaching searches will resume from there. It's now reached a different point. And if you go through the different places that Sean Payton has has interviewed, it does not seem like a second interview is coming with any of those places. First of all, the Carolina Panthers where he already interviewed have Frank Reich uh, and Steve Wilkes along with Kellen Moore in for second slash first interviews there. That seems to be the list as of now. You have the Denver Broncos who seem to be focusing their attention elsewhere. Not saying he's out but they do seem to be focusing elsewhere. You have the Houston Texans, who have not yet requested a second interview with Sean Payton. And then he's going to the Arizona Cardinals for a first interview. That is going to be tomorrow, assuming they get through the Dan Quinn interview and make no moves today. So what am I saying, Mike Garofolo? I'm saying that as of right now, it does not seem like there is a place for Sean Payton. We'll see, but it does not seem like there is a place in the coaching world right now. No second interviews for Mm. Sean Payton, but as we discussed in the first hour, Jeff Saturday already has a second interview lined up with the Colts. Please make it make sense. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell, you still believe Sean Payton will get a job during this current coaching cycle? Well, as you know, I'm skeptical of the notion that his hiring is a slam dunk success story, which is not the question you asked me. I'll buy that he gets a job. Buy. Let me ask you, Andrew Bogish, do you think one of the problems here, one of the potential hang-ups, is how much he wants to get Peyton? Bye. I think that's a problem. I think how much the Saints might want to get Peyton in draft picks could be an issue. Bye. Yeah, fair. And I think his problem is looking around and realizing these are not necessarily great situations. They don't check enough boxes for him. So why not see if next year there's a job in L.A. or maybe finally a job in Dallas? I mean, both jobs could be open in L.A. next year. Yeah. In, in a, you know, in a certain scenario. Absolutely. All right. Tickets, tickets for 49ers-Eagles NFC Championship game on Sunday are on track to be the most expensive conference championship game in NFL history. Now, as of earlier this week, the average, the average ticket price was nearly $2,500. Wow. For a comparison, Bill, last year's NFC Championship game between the 49ers and Rams had an average ticket price of just over $1,500. Buy or sell that if money was no object, you'd rather go to the AFC Championship game this year rather than the NFC. Buy in a heartbeat. Bye. I mean, now to be fair, my kids were born in Kansas City. I worked at that newspaper. I lived there for a long time. I have friends there. I like the restaurants there. My picture's not hanging up in Garozo, so I got to work on that. There's a lot of things that would pull me to the AFC game over over going to Philly. Do you think this year's AFC game is shaping up to be a better game itself, the football wise, than the NFC? I think they're both intriguing and interesting. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Do either of you feel strongly that one game is going to be better than the other? I'm, I can't wait for for both. I'm leaning towards AFC being a better game. 
I think so, too, because, I, again, I, as I said before, I'm still afraid of the Brock Purdy collapse. And if he's overwhelmed by that Eagle defense, it might look a little... They're not going to beat up the non the, the Giants, but if Brock Purdy can't play, if, if he can't handle this assignment, obviously San Francisco's in trouble, and that game might not have any drama to it. Let me ask you guys a question that is um, at the risk of insulting rich people, being... Uh... Pollyannish on how capitalism works and the fact these are businesses. Buy or sell that it's okay to have a problem with these institutions of cities getting to a point where it's clearly more rich people going than it is actual passionate fans. Is that a reasonable view? Yeah, except that I don't know that it, if you have money, it means you're not a passionate fan. I mean, there can be people who are really passionate who have the ability to pay for that. But your overall point that that's a ridiculous amount of money for a ticket for a game, I would agree with. I agree. I will say this. It's one anecdote, and so maybe it's garbage. I got a buddy who lives in San Francisco who's worth a stupid amount of money. He doesn't know anything about sports. I bet Steph Curry and LeBron James are the only NBA players he can he can name, and he go he goes to NBA Finals games. But he doesn't even like know what he's looking at, right? Like rich guys who do business with him buy tickets and invite him, and he's like, "I guess I'll go," and I don't want to go. But it's, I just, I don't know, man. I can't speak to the NFL the same way, but it certainly NBA games. You you can sometimes tell when I used to go to a lot of Warriors games is they got deep in the playoffs. Like, oh, these are different. These are people aren't like they're showing up late. They're not cheering the same way. I I think there's a correlation. All right. Now, speaking of the NBA, oh, you don't want to get you don't want to you want to get into eat the rich real quick. Detail? No, oh no, I think you have a valid point there. I think there's absolutely something to that. I don't know that it ever gets fixed, though. I think it actually goes the other way and continues to get worse. It is a business. I, I understand. I just, and I'm not saying rich people shouldn't be able to like outspend. And that's part of the deal. I just wish there was a certain number, like, something, right? We're just like a, like these crazy, insane, loyal fans. I don't, I don't know how you do it. Last night, Damian Lillard needed just 29 shots to drop 60 points on the Jazz as Portland beat Utah 134-124. to 124. Just two players in NBA history have scored 60 points on fewer shot attempts than Dame. Carl Malone did so on 26 shots back in 1990, and James Harden needed just 24 in 2019. Really? Now, Dame shot 21 of 29 from the field, tw- uh, 9 of 15 from downtown, and 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Buy or sell that Damian Lillard is still capable of carrying the Blazers, who are on the outside looking in right now, to a playoff berth. Playoff berth, bye. Yeah. Bye. Bogus, do you think yesterday was um, quite the Dame? Bye. Yeah. I got nothing. That buy was not yours, by the way. That was, that I know. was Tom's. Are you, you weren't going to buy that one? No, no, I was. I just It's too good. I, what am I supposed to say in response to that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like scoring 60 in an NBA game. On 29 shots. On, 20, on 28 shots. I mean, on 28 shots is amazing. It's amazing. And, and, and the idea and the notion that it's, you know, pace of play is increasing. I mean, it, that's pretty efficient. Let's get to one last NBA one here. After missing nearly Ooh. six weeks because of a fractured bone spur in his right foot, Anthony Davis returned to the Lakers last night in their win over the Spurs, but he did so coming off the bench. AD scored 21 points in 26 minutes, and it was only the sixth time that he's come off the bench in his NBA career. Buy or sell the Lakers should continue to bring both Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis off the bench. 
All right, so a couple things. Like, first of all, sell. Sell. This is dumb. Also, like, why? I don't understand. I It's a minutes restriction. It's not. It's not like if you start the game, you, your body takes twelve times the minutes. It's, and some guys will tell you it's actually harder to come off the bench because you're not warm and you're not loose and you're a little tight. I just, I don't understand what the Lakers are doing. I, I, it doesn't make any. It, I just think it's dumb. Does that make you? you play, does that make you feel like Darvin Ham is maybe flirting with the idea of continuing to do that? No chance. Once he's healthy, no, absolutely zero chance that he's a that he's a bench player. I'm sure it's their process for. I forget. I meant to look how many minutes he played yesterday, and I did not. Twenty six. Yeah, I mean you can play twenty six minutes and start the game and not have this stupid storyline. All right, maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe I got worked up over a guy that has a unibrow purpose. I I, I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> that felt harsh. I'm not gonna what lie. Deserves. I'm not. What, what do you mean to be as harsh? Like he. Every now and then, you just raise your and I've done it. Like, you know, it yeah, happens. But isn't it like facial hair? Like, when you shave it, it comes back thicker and it's harder to, you know, maintain? It's 2023. You can get that stuff removed permanently. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, look, I feel like, you know, someone will spot him alone if you can't. I mean, come on. He's got the money, right? I mean, give me a break. And there are people whose job it is to get rid of hair you don't want, no I matter mean, where it is. But isn't it kind of like the Michael Strahan yeah. gap tooth? Like, that's kind of his signature now. Like, he's known for that. Right. Yeah, but I'd rather have Strahan's teeth than his unibrow. I do. Interesting. Strahan's teeth feels like a, a genuinely unique sort of like that's whereas like we could all have a unibrow, or many of us could, and, and right. AD's just like, oh, I'm gonna. But I'm ours gonna is go not as pronounced as AD. No, but like also too like I wouldn't want braces or some kind of advanced, you know, some major dental procedure to fix the gap in my tooth. It'll take me 20 minutes at a place to get my unibrow ha- handled. Come on, fair, now. fair. Or just spitballing here, seven seconds in the mirror, a once a week. Yeah. I like By you. By the way, you can look. You can look <laughs> however you want. Did you say uglier than you? I said hoopier than you. Oh, I thought you said uglier no. than you. It's like now who's being harsh? Even my ears are mean. <laughs> I heard it wrong. Were we done? Is that you got, you got more? Yeah, that was a loaded Thursday edition of Buy or Sell. Buy or Sell, guys. That um, the office is a sadder place with my absence. Bye. Aw, that was definitely not bogus. What do you mean? That was both of us simultaneously. I was hitting the button too. I have one over here now as well. I like being in the. I like being in the office. I like. I like hanging out. I like, like free coffee. I, let's be honest. <gasps> oh yeah, the yeah. free coffee was. so I do miss it. Mm-hmm. It was the good stuff too. Mm-hmm. cell has got a great story about a famous person making him try to make the coffee that I don't know if I can pull out of them or not. Uh, we can go there if you'd like. I mean, we we'll are. do it next time. All right, all right. We'll name drop. Do you want to go? I'll keep going. No, no. Do you want to Kramer? Do you want to Kramer the car? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. All right. Andrew, it's great to see you again, even though it's not in person. It's tough, actually. It's tough. Three days of you here. Now this stupid computer screen. No, no good. Listen to the. To, I'm so excited by the Pointer Sisters. But I'm not excited. I'm not excited. It's a lie. I understand. Then listen to Sarah McLaughlin. Is that who you referenced the other day? Yes, I will remember. <laughs> I you. can't name one of her songs. Oh, is that what? Yeah, you will. Yeah. All right. Let's. That's so good. But not these guys. No, not Diesel. These guys are so sad that they want to throw something. But Steph Curry, 
has a reason maybe not to do that. Let's ooh, let's let's decode that puzzle here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. He's Tom DeCelestino. But for all of us, wherever you are, whoever you are, this NFL postseason, every Westwood NFL broadcast streams live for free, all on the road to Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwood1sports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. On the zone. Hi, Tom. Hey there, Bill. It's a good, I like this song. I've grown to love this song. Right? It's just kind of... It's got a rhythm. It's peaceful. Did you download the actual song yet? I did. It's phenomenal. And I didn't know this song existed before you brought it to my attention. Childish Gambino is a very talented everything. Actor, producer, writer, musician. Probably good at table tennis. I don't know. I don't know where it ends. Uh, Steph Curry got all mad yesterday. Jordan Poole took what what Steph thought was an ill-advised shot. Steph took his mouth guard from his mouth and flung it across the arena floor. And he was ejected for the third time in his career. I believe in every case for the same... Mouth guard violation. I don't really care. I, I don't think it's a huge story. I think it's kind of funny. It's certainly disgusting. Don't do it. Here's the thing, though. I don't like the throwing of the mouth guard. I think mouth guards are disgusting. I I, I just, right? This is the only so thing pl- about Steph Curry that I don't like. Yeah. The way yeah. he goes about, like, when he's at the free throw line playing with the mouth guard. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the only thing that I don't like about Steph. And he's touching the mouth guard, which is in his mouth, but he's also touching a basketball the whole time, which is touching other, right? Like, it's just, wouldn't be my thing. Wouldn't be my, I wore a mouth guard when I played football, which was, you know, didn't last. By the way, I was, um, 
in eighth grade, they broke us up by weight classes, right? So I was in the smallest weight division, but I was the biggest kid. So I played like nose tackle. <laughs> How's that for a, you know, question how, mark? How long did that last? I did it for a season. It was really, fu- it was really fun. It was like, I, I it, it was cool. It was great. And then I got to high school, and I was like, oh, these dudes are big, and I'm good at tennis. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's let's play go that sport. Play tennis. <laughs> let's play that sport. Did you play football in high school? No, 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 no. Like you, when you I got sh- to high school, uh, the other, let's say, adolescents looked like grown men compared to me. You did not channel the anger. Uh, no, not at all. The, 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 the Tommy rage. No. No, no, no. Got Never set foot on a competitive football field. That's the only town that I had a, a mouth guard. Um, I, I just, I, and I look, I, I understand. I'm sure for Steph by now, it's probably just a a muscle memory, comfort zone, security blanket thing. He's not going to get elbowed in the face and lose his teeth. I think you say that in the first time he takes it out. You know, I'll feel responsible. But it's just anyway. I don't mind the emotion. I don't mind the anger. I don't mind the guy getting mad. It's fine. It's not a big deal to me. Quick Warriors question for you. You still feel the same way that they are, when healthy, the best team in the West? I do. It's certainly a harder It's a harder thing to uh, to hold on to than, than it has been because they haven't turned it around. They haven't really figured it out with any level of, of dominance. And Vegas has certainly made an adjustment on their view of, of the Nuggets. For the first time, they are the betting favorite to come out of the West. I just don't – I mean, they would be historically the worst defensive team in living memory to, to make an NBA championship. I'll look it up for tomorrow's show, but it's it, you can't be that bad defensively. You just can't. Sacramento's interesting. I don't think they're good enough. Uh, the Clippers aren't consistent. The the Suns are washed. Right? You just go down. I don't think Luke has got enough help. I, I mean, it, it's wide open. I think it'll be entertaining. It'll be fun. I think the Warriors are the most likely team. If they can stay healthy, that's obviously a huge if. Uh, that is a show. We got one more show on the road tomorrow before I return to the, the safe embrace of beautiful Los Angeles, California. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks to Brady Papinga. Thanks to Tom Celestino. Hey, Pretty Daddy. Thank you to Andrew Bogish. I'm Bill Ryder. Thank you. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.